This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the stinking truth. So when you talk about transferable skills, so for everybody out there watching, what should they be looking for with these college quarterbacks when they look at the highlights or watch a, a, a game that they've recorded? What are those transferable skills that you're looking for, that yeah. they should be looking for? Like, one thing that's hard in college is there's so much spread, right? So there's a lot of a lot of static formations, three by two, you know, three by one, the wide side of the field and all that stuff. So transferable skills. Can you make a throw in a tight window? Can you make an anticipatory throw? And can you read through a progression? And... Progression passing is not something a lot like there's not a lot of college football teams that do that. Like a lot of times you'll get into a situation like let's say you're in three by two and you spread the whole defense out. Remember, wide side of the field in college football has got about 12 more feet or four more yards of real estate because of the difference in the hash marks. Yep. So you run a slant in college football and like you complete it and it's just wide ass open because they're playing some type of zone. Like let's not let's not sit there and go, oh my god, this guy is great. Like one of the things I, I go back when I was really covering the draft for ESPN back in a long time ago, and I remember I went up to NFL Films and I spent four days sequestered in a or three days sequestered in NFL Films where I had all the college tape, and so I was looking at all the first and second round guys, you know, at every position, and. Remember Matt Leinart was coming out, mm-hmm. and Matt Leinart was a very you know big time prospect. And I was like, dude, you can't pass by the first read in your progression, which is a seam route that's wide ass open, and you decide not to throw it, and then swing it out to Reggie Bush, and he makes fourteen people miss and goes for sixty five yards, and you're one for one with a TD and sixty five yards, and everybody says how great you are. That's not great, <laughs> like. If the first read to progression is a tough throw and you bypass it, like if you decide not to make tough throws in college football because there's something else wide open, it's the first read you should make in your progression, no thanks. And then you go back and and you look at just, like, I'll give you for instance. I'm talking to the Niners. I'm doing a Niners game, and we're talking about Sam Darnold. And I have... A vested interest because I live in a city in Denver that needs a freaking quarterback. So I'm wondering about the football rehab. 
And here's a guy that's been in the league, what now, four years? Sam Darnold, something like that? In 2018. 2018 draft, yeah. So 2018, 2019, Five 2020. Years. 20, okay, this is the fifth year. So he comes into the Jets, spends his time with the Jets, what, three seasons or whatever it is, gets traded to Carolina. At the time, Carolina's got Matt Rule. Then Matt Rule gets fired. Steve Wilkes takes over. And Ben McAdoo takes over as his, as his offensive coordinator. So that's late in the 2022 season. That, call it eight games, was the first eight games in Sam Darnold's career that he was in a progression passing system. So here you have a guy that has all the tangible skills to be great, and he's an intelligent guy that was never truly ever put in an NFL offense. Right. And so it, it's things like that that you have to kind of look at. And so that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to see. Um, and that film against Michigan, I don't care who you are, that film against Michigan was <coughs> was horrible. It doesn't make me an expert. It just make like I look at things and go, he can play. Like I I could go down, and this is honest to God's truth, and I think most players could do this. I could go throughout a practice, <coughs> my first practice of the preseason, like the first mini camp. Yep. And I could pick the roster to within two or three guys every single year. I could just watch a guy move and go, that dude can play, that dude can play. He don't have a chance. He sucks. You know, well, tell the story. It, it goes back a ways, but go back to your days in Washington. Drafted two guys, one fourth or fifth <clears> overall, <throat> one in the seventh round. Well, you can say the names. You said them before. No, I will, I will yeah. tell you. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to okay. get to it. We do the first, very first <clears throat> practice of minicamp. And so the starters go. John Freeze was our starter. It's 1994, I think. And then we sit out, and it's they re- repeat the 20. So we've already done the 20 plays, right? So we repeat the team period, another 20 plays. So we're just watching. I'm standing along with, you know, Riley McKenzie and Ed Simmons and, and you know, just the offensive line in general. I think Bostick was there. And um, or was Bostick retired? I don't know. But it, whatever it was. And watch about 15 plays of, of team, about ready to wrap it up. I turned to one of my buddies, I think Raleigh or whoever, and I said, I'm telling you right now, mark my words. The kid we drafted in the seventh round is ten times better than the kid we drafted fourth overall or whatever it was. I guarantee you, right now, kid we drafted fourth overall or fifth yep. overall, whatever, yep. he's Schuler. Kid we drafted in the seventh round, Gus Farratt. Gus Farratt went on to play a very long time. Heath didn't. You know, you can I, tell right away. <laughs> yeah. You just, you can, I mean, you can. How does so many, why are so many mistakes made? I think, why? Because mistakes, I think most of the mistakes are made because of you overdraft guys and you hope under my expert tutelage, I'll fix them, I'll teach them how to play. So I think that's part of it. I think it's really hard to transition, you know, the college game. It's hard because it's different. It just is different the way they play it. So I think that's part of it. Um, I think the other thing is you rely on people to scout and the people who scout want to give you a tangible number so they're not wrong. So it's like baseball. Well, his spin rate 
Does he get guys out or does he not? Right. Yeah, he had a he had a six point eight six ERA. Yeah, but his spin rate. Right. Who gives a shit? <laughs> right? I don't care about no, your you're spin right. rate. You're right. So I think there's all these tangible numbers yeah. where you slide it over and go, here's our guy. Look, he ran, you know, four six forty. Yep. He's got big time arm talent. Boxes. He had a forty. Yeah, you're checking boxes. <clears throat> and then when you slide it over, you say, okay, that's on you now. If you can't coach him up, it's not my fault. And so everybody's got like instead of just putting it out there, right? Everybody wants that fallback. Yeah, scenario. job preservation. Yeah, yeah. just cover your so, ass. Yeah, I got you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So that I think that's one of the things that, that goes on. But I'm telling you, you talk to any player who's played any length of time in the National Football League, and they'll tell you, man, you could see right away that that guy was a player. Brian Mitchell should be in the Hall of Fame. Very first time he touched the ball. We're playing a preseason game against the Atlanta Falcons in Carolina, Washington Redskins, Atlanta Falcons. He gets in the game in the fourth quarter, return a kickoff. He's never returned kickoffs before. 99-yard house call. You're like, oh, yeah, that dude can play. Yeah. Like that dude. And you knew it in practice, though. You watch him in practice because he was a former quarterback. Should be in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest special teams players in the history of our game. By the way, we just had one retire, Matt Slater, after 16 years for New England Patriots. Belichick calls him the greatest special teams player in history. Yep. Think about that lineage. You know, we talk about the Matthews all the time. Jackie played for 20 years, his father. Matthew just played for 16. Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, that's some, some that's football some, genes right there. That's some genetics, man. Well, so hopefully now all of you who were told at the beginning of this podcast that you know nothing about football, now yeah. you have been educated to the point that when you look at these college quarterbacks, you now know what to look forward to. You have been educated. Yeah, probably not. You guys probably still don't get it. But you know what? Look at the I completion mean, percentage. Yeah, woo. Woo, 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 this guy's so accurate. Woo. Like, like. So like when, jo- when Josh Allen came out, I like Josh Allen a lot. Yeah. And people are like, well, it's completion percentage. I go, have you ever been to Laramie, yeah. Wyoming? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever? It's, it's a wind a, tunnel. It's a freaking wind tunnel. Yeah. Right. And plus, how many dudes that are like legit wide receiver guys want to go to Laramie, <laughs> Wyoming to play football? No offense, Laramie, but you are windy. <laughs> you are windy. It is windy. It is windy. We've never Laramie. been there. Trust yeah. me, there's no and, real and, reason oh, to go. Way, oh, by the way. They actually, who was the quarterback, or who was the coach back? Was it, was it Glenn, Joe Glenn? They actually played an NFL style of offense. Yeah. So Something else to look forward to is transferable. Yeah, that, like, do you, do you play? That's why J.J. McCarthy, at least I know he played with tight ends. He played with a fullback. He played in a progression style of offense. It wasn't just all spread stuff. So, like, his, his ability to transition from – college to to professional should be accelerated because he actually under Jim Harbaugh played like like Andrew Luck did you know they're going to run spider to Y banana you know they're going to do that stuff so anyhow I'm on a soapbox I apologize it's all right it's a very important time these college quarterbacks they could represent the 
the future of a franchise. Got to know what you're looking for as a fan. So good stuff. And then next week we uh, we start getting ready for the combine. Oh my and gosh. maybe we'll know where Justin Fields is going to end up. Russell Wilson's future. Oh. Yeah, we Prescott got, yeah. is he going to reset the market for NFL quarterback contracts? A lot of stuff happening. Man, I tell you what, we're going to have a big week next week. Big week because we're going to go through it all yep. right here on the Stinky Truth Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back with you a couple times next week, and uh, we'll continue to have this train rolling down the tracks. A chugga chugga, a choo choo.